everybody. This is Jacqueline Kitzman from Awaken Tarot, the Instagram and Awaken Tarot, the podcast. Y'all have heard this so many times. I'm sure you know all the letters spelled the same, same order. You got it. Today I have with me May from Journey Inspired on Instagram. And what's really funny, and I don't know if you know this, May, but I followed you for a really long time. And you, like you and I, like we met pretty early on from when I had a tarot count. I'm pretty sure. Cause we've been following each other for like, what, like over a year? I don't even know. Like I, I, I can't even keep track of like <laughs> mutuals and stuff. Um, so like, I get like really antsy if like a name I haven't seen in a while, like doesn't pop up. I'm like, how are they? What's going on? And I know, like, I've known like you for like a long time. Cause so, cause like, if you don't like appear like in like on my screen or whatever, I do this to a lot of you, if you're listening to this, like, and you don't know it, but I definitely 100% go seek you out if you act. And so when you, cause you emailed me after the first episode and you're like, I want to be on the podcast. And I went, Yeah. Yes, that would be great because I don't think we've ever spoken in person and you have no idea how much I care about you. So that's perfect. Oh, yes. No, totally. I was like so honored for you to be like, I'm honored that you asked. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love to meet people. It's my favorite. And you, I mean, like you're such a joy and you have such a, one of my favorite pictures of you, you, it's like near like the water, like on a rock, right? And yeah. You look so happy. <laughs> oh, so cute. Yeah. I made my fiance take all those pictures. <laughs> I, I have definitely made my husband be an Instagram husband before too, where I'm like, okay, I'm going to climb up on that thing and you're going to take my picture. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, Taylor, can you get some nice pictures of me just, um, doing stuff? And she's like, yeah, of course. Here, let me fix your hair here. Pose like this. Oh, do that. So it's perfect. That's a really good fiance. Gabe would not do that for me. He'd be like, he, what he does is he gets pictures of me making dumbass faces. And then like, so he'll get like one picture of me doing the thing I said I wanted him to get. And then it's all pictures of me, like awkwardly walking up to the screen at like weird robot angles after. So your fiance wins Instagram <laughs> like points. Whereas my husband is not winning that, <laughs> that round there. Mate, can you tell everybody what you do with tarot, how you found tarot, how long you've been doing it, what you love about it? Yeah. So I actually, I almost feel like this is like a confession. Like I haven't been really good about like using my tarot deck and stuff. Um, and I have like three. Is that true? Yes. I have three decks and I don't know. I've just been neglecting them so much, but like basically my, um, journey is, a, it's been more intuitive yeah. and I think it's really coming full circle. Um, so it, it started, um, my fiance was in college at Salem state and, um, oh. stop. They went to Salem state. Yeah. I want to go to Salem so badly. Call out to that. <laughs> never been there. Never been to the Northeast. Please continue. Yeah, of course. I'm so sorry. Well, if you ever come up, um, come visit me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, only, I'm only, only a town over now, so. Seriously? Yeah. Okay, we gotta go to Salem. I don't think you heard me. It's okay. <laughs> no response is better than saying, we can't, no money, whatever. <laughs> it's a struggle. It's a struggle. So yeah, I, I was picking up food actually. And then I parked in front of house, Witch, which is like one of the like yeah. popular witchy stores around there. Um, and I was like, well, I have to go in. And I literally walked in and I was like, just explain anything to me. So I ended up buying a grounding tincture that day. And 
I started going to their workshops. Through their workshops, um, I had one of my first intuitive experiences. We did a, um, it was like a tea, a tea journey. So basically the woman had this tea. She didn't tell us um, what the plant was. And she was like, yeah, we're just going to meditate with it and intu intuitively like feel into what the, um, like what it's telling us. So I was like, oh, I get this this feeling like the top of my head's being cut off. Not that it hurts, but just sensation. <laughs> and it was skullcap. The tea was skullcap. Skull Are you kidding? I was like waiting no. for you to be like pot. It was it was pot tea, but skullcap. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Oh so God. literally, literally, the sensation of like my skullcap, like I don't know, like being taken off, and and that's what the tea was. So I did a couple mentorships with her. Um, really? And then I did a couple classes through Lindsay Mack. Um, and I never really made it like through all of the majors yeah. <laughs> in the class. So like I have some idea of like what those are quote supposed to be. Um, but recently I've been working more with like an Oracle deck. So yeah. I'm really excited, I think, to start moving more into tarot, but from a more intuitive place. Yeah. Um, and just really purely going from, okay, what is this telling me? Um, what is my intuition sharing based on this card? Um, because that's I've been forced to do that with the um, oracle cards, mm -hmm. so I think it'll be a good transition. But yeah, so we should get some interesting stuff tonight. This is very exciting because you emailed me and you're like, I think I'd be a perfect candidate for this because I like work with tarot, but I'm not as familiar with it as oracle cards. And I, what I really hope to prove, like to you right now and all the other listeners on this, is that you do you know exactly what you're doing with tarot because you're a human and tarot reflects humanity. So you're gonna like fucking nail this. Um, yes. I'm really I totally excited. Agree. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I just <laughs> am so like <laughs> not confident about it that I've like delve into it on my own, but I know that that's completely true. So I'm so happy that you said that. It is a hundred percent true. And I mean, like what you'll find is that when you talk to people, like when you're talking to your fiance and they're having a hard day and you're sitting down with her and you're talking what you're the comfort you're giving her the advice that's all tarot mm -hmm. like you're you're literally giving and you know you're giving her all of this like this good heartfelt tarot medicine and you don't even know it what's really funny is that when you start having conversations with people without the tarot you're like oh my gosh i'm having a total three of swords moment or i'm having a ten of cups moment and you'll you realize that you've been talking in tarot the entire time like your entire life so i'm really excited about this yeah you're working with the moon child deck, right? That's what we've yes. got right now. So I'll oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. I just said I am. Um, oh, the moon child. <laughs> she, she is. Oh, good. I always, my voice is like rabbit paste. And then I am like a screechy human. As you can tell, my frequency is like up here. So I always feel like I'm cutting people off and they're like, no, I literally was done talking. You just never stop. <laughs> so that's no. where we're at. We're totally fine. <laughs> so now I'm going to pull a card and then you're going to pull the corresponding card out of the Moonchild deck and we will compare pictures and colors and we will break down the card. I'm very excited for this. Yes, let's do it. So while I shuffle, you can, you could do you have like a song or like a TikTok or like a, like a do, do, do drum roll thing? 
sure. Hold on. I was like, I didn't prepare for this. This wasn't, yeah, really- <laughs> this wasn't the notes that she sent me. I don't know if you can hear it. Ready? <laughs> She's patting her heart. <laughs> that was perfect. Okay. This is a really exciting card. This is one of my favorite cards. Are you ready? I'm ready. For this card. You got the page of cups. Oh my God. I about the page of cups today. So in the Smith Rider weight, which is what I'm using, um, I have a human and they're wearing like a little blue like hat thing and like pink and blue tulipy garb. And they got a cup and coming out of the cup is a little fish, which is one of my favorite symbols in the entire deck. I don't know if you know that, May. Can you explain what yours looks like? Yes. So mine is a lovely human um, wearing a pink dress walking towards a ginormous, I don't even know what you'd call this. Almost like a temple. gateway. Yeah. Very similar to like like the high priestess, right? Like pillars. Um, And in this gateway um, between two pillars, you see um, what looks like a full moon. And then some fun, like wavy kind of um, cloud-like stuff. And then there's really pretty clouds in the background. What is the overall color of the card you have right now? It's it's like pink in the background, and then there's the inside the gateway is mostly like a deep blue. Yeah, so I find that really interesting because if you look in the Smith Rider weight, the coloring on your card mirrors the coloring of this person's outfit in the Smith Rider weight, which I think is really cool because the colors of the Page of Cups's outfit are really important, I think, and we'll talk about that. I want to go over this card, first of all, in regards to like the technical elements of it. Like, So for one thing, court cards are double elemented. So we're working with two elements. Pages represent earth and cups represent water. So we're working with earth and water. We're working with like this kind of this idea of dreaming something and bringing it to life, which is, you know, why the fish like pokes out of this cup. It's like something that you can make your wildest dreams come true. Something that I find really interesting, and I want to get this out, and then I have a question for you, is that in the ace, we are handed a, like in the ace of each suit, we're handed a cup or a pentacle or a sword or a wand, right? Mm-hmm. And then we go through the nine through 10 of those cards and we're learning something. We're learning all about that element. And then in the page, we're finally at a level of mastery where we now wield the thing. Like we wield mm-hmm. sources gift. Now we pick it up and we can use it to do something. And I want to ask you about what in the page of cups knowing that it's earth and water how does that strike you as something that happens in daily life like a natural element like um thinking about earth being like body and home and community and environment and water being intuition and feeling and all of that I mean it's I don't what I get is is it's everything really because you know like your first of all your body comes with you everywhere yeah. And because of that, your intuition comes with you everywhere. So, yes. <laughs> so, not only are you existing in this um, like physical world as we do, but, yes. but we also. <laughs> we also you don't know for sure. I could be in a simulation. <laughs> yeah, really. Who knows? Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, I mean, like, like the way that we live, especially society now is so like material based, um, and everything. But I think so often it's, it's forgotten that, you know, we have like the, the standard, like religions, if you will. Um, but I mean like that, that higher source, like no matter what your beliefs are, always follows like wherever, wherever yeah. we're going, it comes like with you always that. have access to it. Yes. Which absolutely. Is so amazing because yours literally is a doorway to the heavens, like in your card in the yeah. child deck. They like they're they, it's like no matter where they're dropped or where they go, they have this access to the dream, to this dreamy realm, which yeah. I think is really beautiful because that's so true in the in the page of cups it, we are we are at a point where we're able to take the cup of intuition and we're kind of able to develop it right we're really developing our ability kind of like with that tea you had a cup of tea something tangible in your hand a literal fucking cup jesus christ you had a literal <laughs> cup in your hand and you drank out of it and you were able to so clearly like intuition intuate was the word I tried to say, but that's not a real word. Um, <laughs> you tried to intuition or not try you successfully intuitioned what exactly was in that tea. Like you're able to take something tangible and still like discern intuitively what was inside of it, mm-hmm. which is such a page of cups thing. And you know, the other thing with the page of cups, I love this card because it truly is. It's also kind of like bringing your dreams into reality. Mm-hmm. Like when you see the ACE of cups, and you see all of the cups besides, you know, going forward besides the seven, it's kind of like you're learning about what can fit in water, what water does, what water does in the seven of cups. We're in this place where we're kind of like realizing literally anything could be in these fucking cups. We don't know. Could turn them over. It's a, that's a human looking at a bunch of cups in the air and there are like thought bubbles around the cups and there's like a dragon and a volcano and something else maybe cake. That's what I want. But in the page of cups, it's literally like you go from dreaming about it to literally picking up the cup and being like, I made a fish. Like there's life. There's life. We built from this intuition and we can bring those things into reality. And it's such a comforting, almost dream-like reminder that dreams are really important and fantasy is really important and magic is really important because it literally creates life. Mm, you think about that. That's so true. I'm also like looking at, it's kind of not related to anything you just said, but <laughs> um, like, take you in a completely opposite but better direction of what we're talking about. I love that. I mean, maybe maybe not better. Hopefully, oh, better. But <laughs> um, like looking at my card, it it almost almost like old older broken down columns um, mm-hmm. that form a <laughs> form like a a. Hmm, I guess a short road, like a, a, yeah, a, pathway. Like a pathway. Yes. To this gate. And it, it almost not necessarily the amount of work, but that, you know, there's, there's work to be done in the material realm. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know, we, we still exist in that, but there's a huge gateway towards um, source and, and your intuition um, and it and it's right there. It's right in front of you. There's there's no blockages to it. All you have yeah. to do is move through mm-hmm. what is physical. Yeah, and you know what's really interesting about you saying that and the point you just made is that in the realm of cups, we truly are mostly sitting in our heart, right? We are dealing with the unconscious in our heart and our feelings. And in the page of cups, 
this is kind of where we are bringing something into reality, where we are making a pathway. We're bringing those things and we're bringing them outward so mm-hmm. that they can be seen, bringing the things that are inside us out and kind of tangibly, yes, making a pathway, you know, from earth where humanity dwells to behind those pillars, you know, behind the veil where the high priestess and our unconscious and our intuition dwells. Yeah. And to that point you made is really fucking good because it truly is that it truly is that. And like the fact that you got that, just looking at your, looking at your card, you know, like mm-hmm. that's a really big deal. So in, in my card, the major amount of color is in hit there, not his goodness gracious me in there outfit. So your card is different. Your card, the majority of the color is in the sky. Yes. Matches the dress that this person is wearing. Why do you think those colors, because they're the same colors, why do you think that's so important to the symbology of the meaning of this card? Because both decks chose to keep that same color scheme and in regards to what they're wearing. Yes. Here, I can hold up mine again. Sorry. No, you're good. I was like, I hope you remembered because I'm never showing you the Smith Rider Waite version again. <laughs> it's interesting because I would say in yours, it's almost as if his or their, sorry. No, so you're um, it all the time. It's a, I'm beating it out of myself. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, but it's almost as if their outfit is mirroring the background and it's doing it's doing the same thing in my deck where but for you for yours it's the blue and and mine it's the pink so this person in mine they're wearing a pink dress and the sky is a similar color pink and in yours you know they're mostly well it's i'd say it's pretty equal split between blue and pink but then you have um sort of the blue water behind yours. Can I so, tell you a small theory on why I think the ocean is in the background of the Smith Rider Waite version? Absolutely. So I feel like in your card, the collective conscious is the is behind the veil. That's the sky, right? With the stars, mm-hmm. the full moon. In mine, it's the ocean. And I feel like what's going on is that the character in mine has put their cup into the collective and brought out a cup of it and mm-hmm. is now using that to create. And I will and I wanted to get your opinion on, opinion on that and about how that correlates to potentially the meaning of your card where the person leaves the cup. The cup is to the side. It's like to the right of the human while they go through down the pathway and through that door, that veil. Yes. I totally didn't even notice that cup, probably because my <laughs> finger's been covering it. Um, I didn't tell you held it up like the last time I go, ooh, there's their cup. <laughs> yeah. So I also just thought of this yeah so if this if the sky is the collective consciousness Mm -hmm. this gateway it almost shows the same sky just at nighttime so it's not even necessarily a gateway to somewhere else it is a transformation of what exists in the physical May! Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love that idea because in the Page of Cups, it really is about that kind of transformation of one thing to another. It's kind of like, you'll never guess what I can make in this cup. Or like, you'll never guess what I can do to the sky. Like tapping into this collective and understanding kind of that like, you know, and it, you know, it's kind of like this, right? Like um, you 
kind of intuitively can feel the cards, right? But what you're saying is even if you've never specifically sat down and studied the page of cups, like, yes, the page of cups and I are, you know, I've worked with them for years, but you still are able to say all of these things that make sense about the page of cups and anybody who reads tarot and has for a long time is going to be like, yeah, absolutely. That's very page of cups, right? Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no ownership there. It's something that's so true and so ingrained and intrinsically part of us that we bring it up. And even though it's coming out of our mouths, right, it came out of our heads, our brains, it belongs to everybody. And I feel like in regards to the earth element of this card, that tangible evidence of every single human on earth, like talking about tarot and getting there with the page of cups mm-hmm. is like evidence that we carry the collective inside of us. Because as you said earlier, we were talking about where you have a body, you take your intuition everywhere with you. Humans are also like 70 something percent, 73% water. We yes. literally are vessels. We are vessels for things. We ourselves are cups. Yes. That's so true. And I do want to say something too about like, I know we've been talking a lot about the imagery, but even, and I mean, I feel like it kind of sounds like we're like picking apart and like, oh yes, this probably means this, but like at the same time, it's, it's a very intuitive, like picking apart as, you know, like like if you look at something, you know the ideas that will just pop into your head and oh, like this seems like this. Like yeah. like the the transformation of um like the gateway and the sky that I was talking about, like that like you don't necessarily get that from just looking at this. This was a, a thought that popped into my head and like that's your intuition. Like it's a channel. Like it's it's I feel like it is made out to be so I don't know, complicated and and intense and, oh, you have to study this and do these things and blah, blah, blah. But, but it's, it's not, it's, it's very simple if you allow it to come through. Mm -hmm. It's, it's important to like celebrate those little, those little pop-ups that come through. Mm Mm-hmm. I think there's a feeling as if it's like a message from the card as well that like, it's important to say that. Yeah. Uh, So like one thing I have found, and I've said this now in like every episode I've done, but one thing I found is that the cards that I pull during these conversations seem to be the exact card that like I and like the guests I talked to needed to hear. mm -hmm. Um, And that's been such a blessing because it's, it's literally changed every conversation I have, I've had has changed me. Um, which is like, I'm so humbled that I get to like, listen to you, to you Mm -hmm. talk about this card because I I am going to like walk away from it. And at the end, like, I get to tell you what you taught me, which I'm really excited because this is very like, this is so great, but you're so right. Like people, there's this fear in, in like, um, in new readers, right. That you get this tiny guidebook, and the guidebook very rarely makes a lot of sense because it's not your words. It's somebody else's words of an idea that is collective conscious, but it's not yours. And we have this fear, right? Where you feel like you're bad at tarot. Or I, I get this a lot. It's like, you know, I keep pulling this card and I read the guidebook and it's not exactly what I think it should be. And then I always go, well, you know, take it further than the guidebook, meditate on the number and the pictures and see what comes up for you. Because here's the thing, the person who wrote that guidebook is completely valid in the way they wrote that guidebook. That is 110% true to how they read the cards at the time that they wrote this. 
Mm-hmm. And that is beautiful. And that's going to resonate with a lot of people. If it doesn't resonate for you, that's okay. It doesn't make their, what they're saying invalid, but it's okay that it makes it invalid for you. So now you have to go through and look at it deeper yourself. And it's not wrong that a card means something different for you. If that's how it comes up, that's how it comes up. Exactly. And that's a hundred percent perfect. And if you were to write a guidebook on that feeling that you get when you pull that card, there is going to be somebody in the world who reads that and they go, Oh my God, finally. Like, yes, this is how this card shows up for me. And I think that's the beautiful conversation that like, I also hope to like spark with this podcast idea is that everybody has something like really poignant and deep to say about the cards because it's just very, very true. And I think that what you said about, you know, like this ability to transform and carrying intuition with yourself everywhere you go and the page of cups also being kind of this invitation to bring intuition out and trust that your intuition is correct and is enough to create and spark that little life, that fish coming out or that magic in the sky on your card Mm -hmm. is so important because we shouldn't squash that down and be like, oh my God, it's not what the guidebook says. So I must be fucking wrong. That's not true. It's like when those things come up, celebrate those things. You're exactly right. Write them down because it means something. Yeah. And it's so, it's, I don't know. I feel like I'm talking like a tarot aficionado, like, oh, it's a page of, um, of like that message that it came up. But, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it, it really is where it's like the intro to the mastery and like, that's exactly what you need to do is, is celebrate just the little things that come up and recognize them for what they are. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's sort of like the first step in, in getting to like the next levels. Yeah. Strikes me as like super page, like. Yeah. Because here's an aspect of the page of um, the pages that we've not talked about is that very often I referred, refer to them as muses, little muses of inspiration mm-hmm. through the tarot, because it is kind of us picking up the thing because we've been inspired to, in some way, use it. We've been inspired to pick it up and now do something real with it rather than just like contemplating it. We're now doing a thing. And I wanted to talk to you about what you're like, how you feel about the concept of some people translate the card as like the pages bring messages. And I feel like there is like a level of truth to that, but I feel like it would be false to say that the message comes from, I mean, it can come from something else, but very often it's because you'll, you feel called to pick it up and do something which to me sounds more like a muse, like something like sitting on your shoulder, encouraging you to pick it up and go do the thing you've been wanting to do rather than a direct message from somebody else saying, I need you go fucking pick up that cup. There's a fish in there. Like, (laughs) you know, there's just like, so I want to know what you think about that, (laughs) that whole concept. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I've never heard that before. So that, yeah, it's interesting to think about. I feel like they could very well be messengers in that you know even if even if someone was to bring you a cup and say hey here there's a fish in this cup like you can completely ignore that <laughs> do you imagine if somebody on the street just came up to you with a cup like this gauntlet and was like i put a beta fish in here for you good luck and then just like <laughs> print it away that's okay that's what i imagine when people say there's a message has come for you it's like literally somebody handing you a cup and going good luck. (laughs) I'm sorry. Continue. That was so rude of me. No, but, but that illustrates the point. Like you can either be like, what the fuck dude? And then like, yes, like not take it or like put it down and be like, I don't want this 
weird ass cup like what in the world or you I'm a fish parent like, <laughs> or you can take it and be like yeah okay like let's let's run with this let's see let's see what's up yeah I think really like illustrates that like messenger aspect like there's there is like the aspect of the bringing of a message but there's also the aspect that you know you have to take action which is also kind of like gets into manifesting which is also an interesting May. oh my god that was my next point I was literally about to talk to you and be like okay well like so here's the other thing like how would this refer to manifesting tell us about manifesting you read my goddamn mind you're so smart go talk to me about it. it's intuition my dear I have a cup with many fish <laughs> I have many cups and many fish. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, manifesting, like, even just the union of of earth and water elements, like, yeah, like, that's real. It's straight up manifesting, like, taking what's, like, in, like, the intuition source realm and really, like, bringing it into the physical. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and that and that aspect of, you know, you have to take action is so important. And I, I see people now like stressing the importance of that, but I, I kind of feel like it's been forgotten for so long yeah. um, where people will just sit and be like, oh, law of attraction. I'm manifesting. Uh, and it's like, I have a secret. Okay, great. Yeah, great. You can go meditate for like three days and you're not going to get anywhere. Like you have to you know, post that thing on Instagram, like, Mm -hmm. like you, like advertise, like you have to go do, do the things to get the stuff. (laughs) You do the things to get the stuff. There we go. That may advice for you. You have to do the things to get the stuff. I love that. That's so simple, but it's, and like, but it's also like, it's very true. And I agree. I have a really, so like for people that like, there are people that have a really like hard time with manifestation. Like, so I have a chronic illness. Um, and the idea of like, white manifestation like white girl like positive always manifestation has gotten really it's it's very skewed form of the concept of manifesting in that you know like in that theory in the in the white girl positivity always kind of thing it's very like well you know if you're crying or worried about being in pain because of your chronic illness you're just going to cause yourself more pain which is able is just fucking untrue. But the idea of manifestation persists because there is something to wanting something and then having your intuition lead you to do things that bring you to the thing that you want. It's not so much about, like you said, sitting somewhere meditating for three days, getting really dehydrated and just like hoping somebody shows up with a cup of the fish. It is very much about walking yourself down the pathway walking yourself to the ocean and dipping your cup in or dipping your toes in or like jumping through the sky, like in regards to the imagery on your card and knowing that like you're called there and led there and that these things are manifesting through you because you're chasing it. Um, which is so much different than like, well, I really, really, really want a new car. So, um, I'm just going to like vision board it and hope one shows up in my driveway in like three weeks or I win one in the lottery. Yeah. And like, even I mean, I'm even thinking about like you saying like walking, like you, like you don't even have to. Yes. That was, that could also be viewed as like ableist. Sorry. Thank you. No, no, but I mean, (laughs) it, it just brings up the point that like you, it's, it's not what other people think you should do. Like if you are. It's personal. 
yeah, I mean, if you think you should take a certain action and, you know, it, like, you can make it within your ability. Like, if you, if you need assistance in that, like, from someone else, from, like, I mean, from, from anything, like, you can absolutely use that assistance. Like, it's not like it has to be, like, oh, yes, you must walk up a thousand stairs to the fountain of youth and bring forth a fish and bring I don't know fish <laughs> you gotta do the thing to get the stuff <laughs> yeah it's it's literally that like do do the thing that your intuition is telling you yes. hey yes you you do that thing and if it's completely ridiculous for you like first of all you're not going to come up with a completely ridiculous idea if you actually can't oh man you don't know me well enough <laughs> <laughs> but they're like like there are ways Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if you're like talking realistically, like if you, if you can't like get to, I don't know, a place, a physical place to read clients, like Mm -hmm. you can can read clients through email, through phone, through zoom, like there are ways to get around it. And Mm -hmm. I think, I think that's, that's the point. Is that manifesting very personal? Like it's your options. There are yes. options. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like, cause it is, it, it can also be very classist to be like, well, just like vision board it. Well, it's like not everybody has an endless amount of like access to like new age magazines and like glue. And you know what I mean? Like that wouldn't work for everybody. If it works for some people, that's great, but it isn't like it manifestation is not one size fits all. And I wonder if that has something to do with like this concept of this very personalized cup and this very personalized thing that comes out of it. Like for this human, maybe they really needed food. And so they went and they followed their intuition to the ocean and they were able to like, you know, they were taught to fish. It's kind of like that same concept like that. Uh, it's not a parable, but that old story of, uh, teach, a. uh, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, teach a man to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime kind mm-hmm. of concept. Like in manifestation regarding that, it's kind of like, you know, like find a thing that works for you a way that you're called to do that. Regardless, it doesn't have to be like full of like magazines and scissors or it doesn't have to be like walking yourself to the ocean and dipping your cup in. It can be like, for me, my concept of manifestation of bringing something that I dream into reality is very often procrastination anxiety, thinking about it very, very clearly. And then when my husband, my sweet, sweet husband is like, okay, you've obviously given this a lot of thought. You have a lot of good ideas. Um, I want to help you do it. Not saying no. So for me, it's like, it really is like this kind of like musy inspiration of like, I've been listening to you talk about this thing or think about this thing. You've had it on your heart. And now like an opportunity has come for it to be real. Are you going to take it? Almost like bringing us back to the four of cups because it's true. Like source appears in the ACE pops up again in the four. It's uh, in the Smith right away. It's a human sitting under a tree with their arm crossed with three cups and source is like, remember, remember this cup. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide if you're going to reach for it or not. And then in the page you finally do. So, um, I don't know. That was such a long, like soliloquy of me. No, I mean, I think it, <laughs> It also points to, again, that, like, you don't have to follow, like, the the ableist um, or the ist-y version of of manifestation because, I mean, like, like, that's manifestation for you if, if you're, you know, 
thinking super hard about this thing and like, oh, oh maybe now is not the right time, sort of procrastinating. And then like, and then if, so, if your husband comes up to you and is like, hey, we, you know, let's do the thing now. He was literally like, we have a studio with microphones, Jacqueline. And I was like, nah. <laughs> we truly do. It was like, it really was one of those situations where he ran up to me with a cup and he was like, there's a fish in this cup. Are you, be- you going to become the fish mom? Or are you going to let the fish die? And I was like, okay, I'm going to let the dream fish live. I'm going to become the dream fish mom. Uh, exactly. But it, like, and just because it wasn't you like, like saying, oh yes, we are going to do this now. Like, like the opportunity was brought to you and you were like, all right, let's roll. It's time. It's time. It is. It, it truly was that. And it's like, I've, I've wanted to do this and I was so excited and I've been talking about it, but putting it off because I didn't think I was equipped and I didn't think I was ready. And I didn't think X, Y, Z, the same thing that like the majority of guests who have been on here, like, it doesn't matter how long they've had a thing. They're like, okay, like, I don't know. Do I have anything to say? And I'm like, this is just a testament to how much we've all been beaten down. Like our intuition beaten real. down because it's not true. Like literally I like, I feel very unqualified to like be like hosting this podcast. And yet at the same time, like, I'll do it. I'll do it. If it means like, you know, like empowering other people. Um, it's just, it's just very, cause like it, it shouldn't be that three people have a cornerstone, an entire market that deals with an entire collective consciousness of which they are just basically three very small parts. You know what I'm saying? Like not calling anybody out, but nobody should have a monopoly on this, on something that we all own. And so getting to talk about it, getting to bring it is also, also, <laughs> I'm from the fucking Midwest. That's not even, I don't even have like an accent thing to blame that on. That was just, <laughs> um, you know, bringing the, this is literally us together. Like every, every week, every guest I have on bringing cups to other people and being like, will you be the fish parent? Like you listening to this, like we have this cup for you, this inspiration almost. It is very like page of cups is very inspiration-y. Mm-hmm. Um, like getting just like a little taste literally of what could be, like literally, oh my God, like in the Smith Rider weight, this person is, has a cup with a fish in it standing in front of the ocean. And it could also be that they've got a taste of the ocean via this cup, this inspiration. So they went and they found the ocean mm-hmm. and they're like, I had this thing. I dreamt about it. I dreamt it could be true. I had a fish and now I have many fish. You have many fish in the sea. Uh, all the fish. All the fish. <laughs> F-E-E-S-H. Trademark, trademark, trademark. I, I know I just gave, like, the collective, like, access to everything except fish. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> May, you can share it. <laughs> oh, my oh, my gosh. Do you have anything else? Do you have anything else to add about the Page of Cups before I tell you what you've taught me today? Tonight, it's nighttime. <laughs> I... I always say I don't think so, and then I, like, add something. So <laughs> let, me, let me take a moment and, and see. Oh, yeah. I think, I don't know, I'm going to pretend for a second that I, like, work with the moon more than I do. But, you I mean, work with the moon just by living. I know, I know. I just, I want to be more intentional about everything. <laughs> but we're getting there, we're getting there. Um, but, I mean... So through this through the gateway on my card, you can see, um, you can see the full moon, and I feel like 
that's oh. significant, but I'm trying to figure out why. Like, I feel like it's significant in terms of like the manifestation that we were talking about. Well, moons um, are there for like expansion of ideas and manifestation. Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, it's everything we've been talking about. It's it yeah. truly is the manifestation of of the transformation it, itself. And the moon controls water, so it makes a whole lot of sense that in the Page of Cups, the moon is pulling, and in the card, the moon is pulling your person towards, like, down this pathway. She's, the she, gender. They are being pulled (laughs) towards the moon. It's so, um, that's so cool. I love how the imagery on different cards gives us more clarity into the meaning as a whole. I'm just over here like so astounded because I don't have the moon child deck and I've not worked with it. So I'm very excited to be seeing and talking about this with you. I mean, I really haven't worked with it too much (laughs) either, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's such a privilege to like be able to, I mean, even like have multiple decks to like be able to like look at the imagery like this. It's gorgeous. But yeah, I mean, I guess just just that moon and, and everything you said and and just the manifestation aspect and and the whole the whole transformation. I don't know, it's just so like super magical. It truly even is. Just, even just diving into to all the imagery. It is. Can I tell you something that you've taught me? Absolutely. Okay. So earlier, and I kind of tagged on this, but I really want to express like just how poignant this thing that you said was, you talked about us having bodies and therefore we carry that intuition with us. And I heard that and I was like, okay, pin that down because that's really important. And I want to just talk about why that is so important. And so like earth shattering for me as a human, because our bodies literally are this creation of earth right? We don't get to keep our bodies. Our bodies are kind of like fingerprints in time. Um, like this ability for us to be in the world, like containing our energy, right? Mm-hmm. And our energy will go on after our bodies because our energy is primordial. It can't be created or destroyed, which means that we truly do carry this intuition, this energetic primordial fingerprint of every single life we've ever lived and all of the rest of humanity, right? We're just little pieces of the vast majority of the collective. And we do, we take that with us every single place we go, we carry it with us inside of us. And when we go, when we do eventually pass on, like our bodies break down and we become nutrients, everything we've done, everything we've learned, everything you know, there like becomes part of the earth and we carry that intuition with us like that little piece of us that stays, stays where we are, where we go, whether or not like we're buried or cremated or whatever else, um, that energy carries on, but we truly do kind of like have these doors open inside of us. We can't escape. You know what I'm saying? Like that poignant behind the veil, collective consciousness, everywhere we go, we are also everywhere. Um, Yes. Did that make sense? I'm sorry. That got like real quantum physics-y, but physics No, it absolutely makes sense. I mean, even if you, I mean, hopefully this brings a little bit of clarity, but even if you um, think about, you know, how, how the collective comes together for certain things or how people are affected by, you know, things that don't, don't really touch them. Um, like, I don't know, like, like any, any kind of, um, 
like tragedy, unfortunately, but, but everybody seems to feel that regardless of if they were directly impacted or even like secondarily impacted or not. Mm -hmm. And I think that just goes to show that, you know, we, we are all connected. We are. Which is basically like what you're saying, like we are here physically and because we have bodies and exist in the way that we do, you know, our, our collective consciousness is always there as well. And we're, we, we always have that connection. Yeah. Thank you for like taking me from like galaxy brain to like <laughs> normal brain. Um, May, this has been such an amazing conversation about the page of cups and I'm so excited to go journal like what you said down before, like, before I like it, whooshes out of me and I have to wait five weeks to re-listen I mean like I'm gonna listen to this episode like tomorrow I always like re-listen like just like secret I listen to every single episode we do like 95 times sometimes I look at the streams and I'm like they only count that once right because that may all be me (laughs) (laughs) but I mean truly this has been an amazing amazing conversation can you tell people where they can find you and how they can work with you Yeah. So you can find me. I almost just did like a radio personality on the gram, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. You can find me at. Yeah. Um, So you can find me on Instagram at journeys inspired. Um, So plural journeys. And then inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My God, the page of cups is kind of your name. Journeys, pathways, inspired. (gasps) Oh my God. (laughs) so crazy I can't hear you anymore (laughs) oh it's because I got too excited and I think I like can you hear me now I can hear you now sorry I got so excited I jumped (laughs) oh my god that's your name oh okay keep going how can they work with you I'm so sorry I got like no it it totally (laughs) makes sense perfect card so yes Instagram journeys inspired Facebook same thing um, website journeys-inspired.com. Um, and then I just launched some new offerings. So I do have my standard like intuitive, oh, what did I call it? Um, it's an intuitive energy reading. Um, that's right. Me knowing my, my own offerings. Um, so intuitive energy reading, which is just like, I'm going to read your energy and like, let's see how that goes. And when this, um, episode's release, when this episode releases, you're actually doing a giveaway. Yeah. So that will be um, probably my favorite, but I haven't done too many of them yet. So super excited. Um, it's a custom spread. So you could use it for tarot cards, oracle cards, um, anything like that. But it's basically a mini energy reading. Um, and then you get a card spread based on sort of like what source is calling in for you. And I don't know, like, don't we all want a custom spread? Like it just, you can find, you can find spreads that resonate, but like until you've had one that's actually made for like what you need to be like working through. Yes. You know, I think this is going to be like a super awesome offering. I just launched it's a really gorgeous one. offering. It truly yeah. is very gorgeous. Oh yes, that will be a giveaway. So stay tuned. May. Hi. Thank you so much for taking this journey with me. Journeys inspired. It was 
absolutely amazing. Thank you. Okay, we're going to say bye to the people. Bye, Vichy's. Bye. <laughs> Everybody, wasn't May amazing? I was just so I was so happy to be able to have her on and I just want to reiterate that she doesn't typically read tarot and yet she was able to bring such um, divine uh, intuitive wisdom to that card and um, the conversation was just very enlightening and I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, but as all of you know, this is the part of the podcast where I get uh, it come out and I start practicing ASMR. No, it's the collective reading. Uh, I just want to point out that we are we went two weeks in the energy of the number eight, and this week and last week we are still like swimming in that energy of the nine, which is honoring of the self and honoring of where you've been. And the, this week we're dealing with the nine of wands, and in the nine of wands we are truly uh, we're kind of in this point where we are tired and maybe wounded physically or metaphorically we are <laughs> we are ready for the next thing but we are not broken down we are not defeated we are not pathetic we are continuously going and we've overcome these odds uh that we didn't think we could and i mean as all of you know we're still in merch mercury mercury retrograde working through that kind of reverse energy and it's just very um this coming week being in the night of wands is kind of this battle cry, this rallying cry of you can do it. Keep going. You've got this. Like, don't let your, don't let getting pushed down on things, stop you from getting back up. Be like Chumbawamba. If you get knocked down, get back up again. Thank you. I wish you could see Gabe's head shaking in embarrassment right now. Um, I hope you all have an amazing week. Um, and I also just want to quickly point out, because May brings it up a few times in the uh, the recording um, in this episode, that uh, I do have a free intuition PDF that I wrote about a year and a half ago about how to access intuition and how you can work with your learning style to make that happen and a couple other things including me talking about channeling and spirit work and whatnot and uh, it's definitely not like a, you're going to read this and all of a sudden you're going to be intuitive but it is it does present a few ways that you can work with increasing and uh, kind of connecting to your intuition, which I think is really important and it's free. So if you want that, please email me at awakentarotnashville at gmail.com. And other than that, we will see you next week. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, whatever. It helps get us up in the charts um, and to listening ears that hear it. Thank you so much. Bye. For those of you who are listening to this podcast, it's been probably like two seconds, but for me and Gabe, it has been now another additional two minutes of him telling me that for the entirety of this podcast, I have been saying subscribe and not subscribe. And this is my, this is me calling my own self out on that. And thank you for, thank none of you for doing that for me. <laughs>